0: because rod and karen are hot
1: okay it's childish can be no homegirl drop it like the nasdaq move white girls like this coke up my that ass crack. crack move black girls cuz man fuck it i will do either i love pussy i love bitches man i should be running peter in adidas with some short shorts B O O all over me my green is where it's supposed to be your green is in my grocery this Asian dude i stole his girl and now he want that koji beef my dick is like an accent mark it's always it's almost it's, it's all about that over e hot like a parked car a sound weird like nigga with a hard r. r fly like the logo for my cousin's 440 eating oreos like these white girls that blow me vodka for my ladies whiskey for a grown man hanging in the alleys looking for earl like toe jam hey welcome to the black Out Test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a saturday
2: yes we are
1: saturday man um feedback time Uh million white women's march time
0: yeah that's what's happening right
1: now going all up and down the timeline everybody mad everybody arguing black women and LGBTQ p- women and, and marginalized women speaking out and then white women on the timeline like hey shh shh you're being divisive it's so good I was scheduled to speak but I'm not gonna speak uh at the Million Women's March cause you know me and several other men we was gonna go out there and let these ladies know some things but we uh decided against it so um i am gonna speak at the next at the march tomorrow though so that's the uh steve harvey a million women clean all this shit up march mm-hmm. Uh we supposed to go out there and get these ladies to work doing what they supposed to be doing you know mm-hmm. so I'm not
2: attending nobody's march. it's gonna
1: be real respectable tomorrow and i expect to see you ladies out there
2: you won't see me
1: marching and cleaning we Mm -hmm. gonna bring the brooms and uh dust bucket yep and now this one will be only for brown women okay so we won't be expecting any white women to show up to the the march to clean everything up but uh ladies let's get in formation Mm -mm. and get out here and get to sweeping up the cities All right, guys
2: Mm -mm. uh Mm -mm. I'm not doing a goddamn thing (laughs)
1: <laughs> well okay all right i guess the cities will just be be horrible okay i
2: guess they will
1: i've been i mean it's a lot of destruction out there i saw um uh, white people was fucking up the starbucks they they was mad as hell about donald trump and broke a starbucks windows and shit and i'm like here you go fucking up your own neighborhoods and then y'all expect us mm. to 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 sympathize with you what
2: about that white on white crime
1: it, why, don't, if you you know if you don't like who the president is, why don't you go back to Europe? Okay, <laughs> I mean nobody asked your ass come here in the first place. what, so. about, the,
2: what about the kids in
1: Wisconsin? Get yeah, what about the kids in Wisconsin? What about them? Hmm. All that cheese on cheese violence and stuff
2: they got going out there. Come on, take care of your own house
1: your damn root fourteen team called the cheese heads but you want us to feel bad because y'all broke your starbucks mm. i don't think so
2: Mm-mm, i don't feel bad i'm sorry at
1: all, all. <laughs> all coffee matters to me okay so i all mean lattes
2: matter to me mm-hmm,
1: you guys can pick whichever lattes you support mm-hmm. but as far as we're concerned uh they're all the same okay mm-hmm. i don't even see mm-hmm.
2: all frappes matter to me
1: i don't see caffeine okay Uh of course uh this is the blackout test. You can find it iTunes Stitcher. Potomac, just search the Blackout Test, leave us five star reviews, and uh if we like them, we'll read them live on the show. And if we don't, then we won't. Uh just put it on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh you can also vote in the polls. That's right. This is a feedback show. So we're gonna read your comments on the votes in the polls, your comments on the episode we're gonna read your emails the blackouttips at gmail.com we're gonna read uh we're gonna play some voicemails we got three today so i mean it's a full slate of feedback today and uh what a better time to spend with us when you're not out there marching with the white ladies okay guys um i guess the first place we should start is with the people that uh donate okay and uh you know we can't donate we can't do the donations without a little bit of that choir music, okay? Play me. Come on, play me. Why does it take so long? Okay. I see if she doing it, she tell me no. But baby, please, I really want that booty hole All I will for my birthday and my girl booty hole All I will for my birthday and my girl booty ho. When I drop only ever doing show. Thank you for rapping the joke for bringing us some uh some five, some needed tunes in this time of sadness. Let's give these people shout outs. Uh Kimberly W Recurring Donator. Thank you very much Kimberly Hey baby uh, And she's a brand new Recurring Donator so you can friend. go to the new members class you know heard that. Rosalie V Recurring Donator
2: mm-hmm.
1: Thank you baby Tanya S Recurring Donator Dana W Recurring Donator. Thank you Wonga. You know Wonga from Down Under with the Recurring Donation Alexis H Recurring Donator. Thank you Alexis Corey the Tickler, recurring donator. Thank you, Corey. Yes. Conrad, you know the official first time recurring donator of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Lucas DG hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you much, Lucas. Uh Tabitha M, recurring donator. We got a brand new recurring donator and Brianna F. Brianna F. Thank you. Um Chris Chris from Hawaii, recurring donator. Thank you, Chris. Brina h recurring donator thank you Brina. got a one-time donation from nasha who says the closer we get to the inauguration the less tv i can watch thank you all for keeping me informed on world events thank you for supporting this classy classy show uh sarah d recurring donator thank you sarah and she's a brand new recurring donator so sarah you in the new members class man quite a few y'all this week uh Calfani G recurring donator. That's also a brand new recurring donator. Well y'all niggas getting on touch of terms. What is going on?
2: Everybody was like, fuck Donald Trump hit some money.
1: <laughs> right, there's like, you know what, we're gonna need y'all to not have anything happen. Mm-mm. Lord put a blessing over them. Uh Jacqueline H recurring donator, thank you, and she's brand new. Film Press Comics, of course. Ricky A, recurring donator, thank you, Ricky. Pretty Ricky, what they call him uh michelle p recurring donator david from brooklyn recurring donator of course got a one-time donation from katherine f shout out to new york i'm from new york pop off anthony van d recurring donator pete b recurring donator renate m recurring donator uh of course olivia from chicago and uh that's it guys so wow that was a lot man (laughs) thank you so much for supporting this
2: we do thank you so much uh we sorry that uh the other congregations lost you but we oh come on okay? you hating on our know. congregation baby, please, I really all
1: i want for my birthday and my girl will be help. all i want for my birthday and my girl who Mm, i really love Mm -hmm. that spirited congregation Mm -hmm. i don't thank you so much uh Mm -mm. all the way from i'm assuming what can only be atlanta Ah! (laughs)
2: have a safe trip up 85 going up the booty hole Mm -hmm. um but no i wasn't um uh, uh dishing our congregation i'm just saying you know uh people have left other flocks and decided to come this way and so i'm not mad for joining our congregation
1: oh yeah somebody was on uh actually on twitter no joke uh was talking about how um she had stopped listening to the young turks and she was glad she found us and i was like i'm glad you found us too you know because uh it's real out there man like a lot of these allies and friends and all these people are really fucking anti-black i mean yes they are you know it's bad enough you get it from your own people sometimes you know um in different ways but then some of these spaces man they don't be thinking about us at all Mm -mm. and only whenever they do think of us they just think we in the way so i'm glad that uh people are able to kind of find a home in us
2: Yes, that means a lot. And yeah, I know we're going to talk more tomorrow about the white woman's marshes, Yeah, I've got thoughts about that.
1: Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: Oh. Yeah. I, can, I
1: cannot imagine wanting to talk about them tomorrow so you might as well get it out now <laughs> okay okay
2: oh no problem i didn't i, I didn't know who it's talking not
1: all about the no virus. i, okay, I there's no articles i mean maybe some
2: agenda tomorrow right?
1: maybe some shit is fucked up and then we'll be talking about it tomorrow if there's like because it's happening right now so whatever they're fucking up i am not seeing it yeah but uh you know if you go ahead shoot, shoot the shot yeah
2: uh i guess my feelings about about this uh, march is that uh, gotta like say it's a white woman's march. And there are black women that support it, and I have no problem with black women supporting it. I know a lot of black women went out there. They went out there in numbers and things like that. Uh, but when you look around, overall, it's a sea of whiteness, and that speaks volumes. There are a lot of, uh, black Groups and organizations that said they will not participate because when they got this together, like everything else, when black women start voicing their opinion about diversity, voicing their opinion about underrepresentation, all of it, sudden it becomes where well, you niggas shut up. And the thing about a lot of these white women is out there mad and upset to my we're not gonna take it. <laughs> See, y'all motherfuckers voted for Trump. You know what you should have did? You should have went your ass out there and voted for Hillary Clinton instead of making fucking private Facebook goddamn groups. Because you could not talk to your family or friends about motherfucking supporting her. Because if it was that goddamn important to you, you would have got your ass in the motherfucking booth and voted. And your ass wouldn't be at that goddamn marching right now. Because all of a sudden, for a lot of you women, the, it became, oh my God, he won oh my god he won and now a lot of women that actually voted for him because everybody, all them millions and millions of women out there everybody did not vote for Hillary Clinton you can't tell me they did all of a sudden they're afraid because their rights are being motherfucking taken away now so now we want to go out here because all of a sudden our rights are being taken away and come along niggers you know that's kind of how I view it I might be wrong but in my opinion that's how I view it because if it it was all about all women's rights and things like that there would be a lot more diversity not that it's not diversity out there, and not that it's not diversity showing up, but overall, it's a sea of whiteness with a few brown spots in it, and people are recognizing that, and then when people point that out, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm considered something wrong with me for telling you it's not enough brown people out there, it's not enough diversity, and I, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of these marches and things like that, if they've had people speaking, you know, you, they may have people of all ethnicities speaking, but overall, a lot of these are ran by white women, you know, uh they don't want to hear anybody else's opinion. They don't want to hear, uh all they want you to do is show up in numbers. You know, they want your support in numbers, but they really don't want your opinions. They want you to march and make everything look pretty for social media. But when it's time to voice opinion, when it's time to... Uh, stand up for things that affect lgbtq and muslims and all these other groups are you really there or are you really mad because this motherfucker said grab him in the pussy and all of a sudden the pussy was yours so it became a motherfucking problem at that point in time you know and it's one of the things where um, the black people that do that, that that do go and do support you know this march i hope that they are out there out there demanding for more diversity because the thing is we do need to be out there, but we do also need to demand diversity and, and say, look, uh, y'all, this is all white and yeah, I'm here and it's going to be a problem. And y'all going to hang out today, you know, because if you don't do that, we will continue to be whitewashed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I agree with a lot of what you said. I think the March is happening right now. So we don't know. Right. maybe their speakers are diverse maybe uh i mean you know they did go and get after the horrible idea that we laughed at on. uh on the show uh november 11th i think they went up some black and brown people to some women to like kind of organize it so it might be a completely different idea than what you think at this point i All mean right. that's why you bring in organizers and stuff and um even with all that, there's so many diverse interests. You're not going to satisfy everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some people's interests are so specific. It almost could be its own march. That's just how much people have going on in their lives, you know? So, um, there's no one that's the, essentially that's the problem on the left is you want to build a tent that houses everybody. The problem is there is no everybody everyone is divided everyone is that's just the way it is we have a few common interests and you try to concentrate on that but in general that we're it's a losing battle and it's never gonna work to get everybody on the same page just because of the way society is nobody's gonna care about people they don't feel they have to so you have to raise a stink and you have to be very vocal to make them care because you're really just making it inconvenient for them. And if you make it inconvenient and you fuck up the optics, then they'll have to capitulate to your point of view, but you're not relying on them to have a genuine understanding of what you're talking about. Um That being said, they've made steps. I don't think any, anything is that's this big is going to just be perfect. I don't think it's, It's not gonna be good enough. I think the general sentiment that a lot of people feel, especially a lot of black women I'm seeing, is like, look man, 53% of y'all voted for this motherfucker. Of of the people that voted. 53% of y'all did. Y'all did this. Yes. So, it's like, I don't really wanna even be around you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but it's not like they making people go. But it's like, y'all are getting all the attention right now. The fucking, it's on every channel, it's in every city. You know, when uh, I think Leslie and Michelle, Feminist Jones, when they, like, did, like, the MLK sit-in, you know, was it getting CNN coverage? Was MSNBC, you know, showing it on loop in the middle of the day? I mean, part of this is a resentment to the access that, that, that comes with that just comes with this shit though. Right. Though, you know, like, I feel, I actually feel bad for those organizers to a certain extent and I really hope they're getting some coins out of this cause I, I know that they're gonna catch any blame. Like, they will make sure it falls at their feet. So if something does go wrong, if there's a speaker that you, that people don't like, if there's a person that people feel shouldn't be talking, the, the, the people who are either the money people or the people who originally came up with this idea and hired them or whatever, they're for sure gonna be on some like, well, these black women must have fucked up. I mean, hey, she, they picked the speakers or something like, you know, like, it's their event, but we're just here to, to support, you know. It, it's gonna turn into some shit like that. And it's just inevitable because it's messy and it's, it's bad and we've been, <laughs> inundated with so many stories since the election of just regretful ass white people that i, I don't give a fuck about me either you I, know i have no sympathy for these no. people and the, but the p machine behind them is so powerful you can't avoid this
2: right
1: uh i am a teacher and i had seven stage 27 hiv and i said fuck obamacare even though it was covering everything for free you know or whatever the reason you know he spoke about Trayvon Martin and I said I'll keep my affordable care Act, but fuck Obamacare what just we just keep getting and it's like they're only giving y'all attention because these the are white faces hurt by this but there are so many black and brown faces LGBTQ faces Muslim faces uh Latino faces there are so many other people that have been injured by this shit and it's only when the injury is showing up in the ranks of whiteness that we start to have the conversation in the media. And I think that is, is something that can't be avoided with this March. And right. that's just, that's just where it's gonna like,
0: the- they could have had
1: to march the day after the election. They could have had to march the day before the election. They could have had to march fucking tomorrow. You know what I mean? Four years from now, it will always be a problem because once these white people start participating it's gonna be on some like one where the fuck y'all been because motherfuckers been marching uh since Come bodies on. was in the street um y'all didn't care about that shit no and then two why why y'all get all the why is, as as much as the attention is needed it's it's telling that all the attention comes because y'all decided.
2: Right. You decide it's important. So now the cameras show up. Now the media show up. Now it's getting coverage. Now you want to have conversations. Now you want to have all these crying ass white women on your TV talking about their against uh Trump and all this stuff. And my thing is that uh for a percentage of them, it's sincere. It's very sincere. They've been fucked Donald Trump since the very beginning. But also it's a lot of people in there that fucking voted for Donald Trump. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. It's too many white women and white women voted against him at a large clip. Polls have showed it. So
1: You mean voted for him.
2: Yeah, voted for him, polls have showed it. Yeah. Y'all voted for at him. At a larger
1: clip than anybody else. Yeah. Right. I mean of the women, I mean white men voted even even more.
2: Right. For and it's one of those things where I'm going okay. Yeah, to me a lot of this, and like I say, for me, uh, I don't know. We're talking in real time, so by the time we talk tomorrow, my views on this may may change. Once I, I, I,
1: you know what? I don't, I don't know if it's views. I mean, it's emotional, right? You know, I don't know that it's, I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to, because I know people are going to hear and feel like it's pejorative, but I don't mean it pejoratively. I don't know that this the most quote unquote rational way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to have black speakers and they're going to have black women and they're going to have black organizers. I'm not trying to say in the aggregate that what they're doing is a bad thing. I just know how I feel. And I don't, I resented the idea of it from jump. Like it just felt like too little, too motherfucking late. So I'm trying to remove myself from it to be honest, like honestly like i haven't talked about it on social media I, oh, I i've i tried not to retweet any of that shit the only thing i thought was funny was you know the dude donald trump's fired from the inauguration announcements mm-hmm. he showed up at the women's march so i thought that was funny uh because you know the whole march is hating on him and shit but then i saw he was on a mic so i was like y'all let that nigga talk like couldn't y'all have just like used him like a prop like you know just been like hey he's here you know shout out like do we really need a speech or whatever but you know it's not my march i didn't organize it i really fucking hate when people second guess people that are trying and to do shit in a positive way you know like i hate when they do it to people that i know and i hate when i see um people that are in the aggregate doing more good than harm but it ain't perfect and then people go in on them like you shouldn't have did shit at all so i don't want to do that to these people these women of color i don't want to do it to the people speaking and shit but what i will say it's just not for me it's it's like the time to be mad was so fucking long ago and i just every all this just feels like johnny come lately bullshit and and like you're it it's it doesn't feel helpful it doesn't feel like, anything will come from this that will actually stop what the Republican agenda is or what Donald Trump is. It doesn't feel like y'all were able to do this for your girl, Hillary, um, who's also a white woman. So now y'all want to come through, and I, it's just like, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Like, it all feels like, and, you know what I mean? Right,
2: And and I think for me... I am speaking from a very emotional place, being a black woman, being that my group got information, my group voted, we did what the fuck we were supposed to do, where was y'all bitches at then? Like that, like, Uh like, and I think that's coming from a very angry place. It's like, okay, he's in office now, a lot of this shit's too late, okay. Everybody's crying right now. Everybody's emotional right now. Everybody's in their feelings right now. Everybody's marching all over the world right now. Okay, cool. But what are you going to do in your local district in the next two years? What are you going to do the next four years? What are you going to do to be sure this motherfucker is a one-term president? What are you going to do? Because this march isn't going to mean a motherfucking thing if you do not get your asses in the booth. If you do not go to your local district and demand that they, because a lot of the stuff that they pass affects you, Instantly, and a lot of times a lot more quicker than these fucking federal laws. Are y'all gonna go and demand that your your your, your mayors and and your your city councils and your school leaders, you know, don't pass fucking LGBTQ right shit? They don't pass laws about the bullshit. They don't, you know, all this fucking ridiculous shit I'm seeing. You know, are y'all gonna show up in these same numbers? Are y'all gonna stand outside City Hall and march and protest then? Or are you just taking this trip just for a motherfucking spectacle? It's not gonna mean a goddamn thing. And I think that's where my frustration comes out. Because at the end of the day, now for some of these women, it's gonna make a change. It's gonna make a difference. They're gonna go home. They're gonna be motivated. It's rah, 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 rah. Okay. But for a large percentage of of, of a lot of these white women and a lot of them voted for Trump, not going to change the motherfucking thing. And that's when my fucking frustration come out in this situation, because you have black women marching for shit for years, we don't get the same coverage, we're not all over the news, you don't want to put cameras in our face, you don't want to talk about a motherfucking thing that we're angry about, but all of a sudden, these quote-unquote white saviors stand up for all all womankind, and all of a sudden, it becomes a, a worldwide phenomenal. I mean, phenomenon.
1: Yeah, I think, um... Well, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I totally see where you're coming from. I, I think it's just like i said and that's part that's part of the problem with being uh pragmatic sometimes because i'm like so this is just the biggest safety pin in the world for a lot of people like this is just the biggest i'm one of the cool white people marches or whatever and that's just how i feel i don't know like i said that's just how i feel i don't have the data to back that up i'm not gonna you know i'm not really watching it i'm kind of avoiding it the way i avoided the inauguration i don't this feels uh and and i don't expect everybody to understand where i'm coming from or agree with me but this shit feels like the inauguration to me is too like i don't want to watch it or participate in it or hashtag it or comment on it anything beyond like a a, a joke or something because it just feels like there's nothing we can do about it and all this shit is is gonna come to pass and 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 these people will not feel as mad and uh i expect to see an erosion in white women uh it riding because uh, essentially Whiteness will protect those women. Essentially, you know, in a lot of cases, not everyone. Blah blah blah. Matter of fact, if you've been listening to any of this and had to feel the not all, don't don't do it.
2: Yeah, don't write um, us.
1: But uh, it will be like for the most part, I feel like white people will be able to kind of like reg- regress or to just like like they're angry today. They're nice. they're really embarrassed because for. A nation we look stupid. Yes. Um, and, and then the, the things that protect them will start being in place and, they won't be nearly as angry in two years or right. four years when we need vote. them. And
2: they're going to vote the way they've always been voting. And the, because honestly, they're okay with the status quo. Yeah. White women in general, right? Women as a whole white women, TM are mm, overall majority are okay with the status quo. White people overall are okay with the status quo because overall the status quo doesn't challenge them. The status quo tell them you could be mediocre and okay. The status quo tells them, that any problems or anything that happens in your life is always somebody else's problems but yours that's normally what the status quo in general tells you and you have to look beyond that and realize that the world is bigger than that and that there's the world is more diverse than just you and that there are other people suffering and doing without a lot of time based on the white supremacy that you've been actually taught and it's not your fault and i think a lot of times. Once you go where you have white privilege and stuff like that, instead of oh, a lot of white people examine themselves, they automatically get defensive. Go, no, nah, I ain't got no white privilege. Well, yes, you do. Studies and statistics show it. But unless you're willing to open up your eyes and look beyond that and book against the grain that uh you have been taught since you've been a child, it's going to be very hard for you to see it. And as uh, people from other groups see it, and once you get to a certain point, especially my age, you go, I don't have fucking time to spring my supremacy to you. That's not my job. That's not my responsibility. If you don't understand it by now, fuck you. Let's move on. Like, I'm sorry. I'm still going to be marching. I'm still going to be protesting. You still going to be confused and not understand why.
1: Yeah. This, a lot of this, just feels like welcome to the conversation. You know what I mean? Like you mad late and it's fucking annoying because if you had felt this strongly before now, he wouldn't be president correct you know it's just that i i, I don't have a better way to put it in the words honestly and like Nothing. i said
2: I think that's what a lot of my it is
1: an emotional thing because i'm i'm fucking exhausted man i couldn't even watch the inauguration oh, no, no, i no, refused no, no. No, no. you know mm-hmm.
2: not and, one second of it
1: uh, one of the things i said was because i saw pictures on twitter and shit And everybody was laughing because they were like, look how empty it is. (laughs) Ha ha, this nigga's inauguration is whack. And the final tally of the numbers was like, Obama in 2008 had 1.8 million people show up. Obama in 2012 had 1 million people show up. Donald Trump had 250,000. And I actually wrote a piece on the Medium. I don't normally... Right? It's not very long. I mean, it takes like a minute or two to read, but I wrote something about it because at first I wrote on my Facebook page and I copied and put it on the menial. But, um, I was like, that's because like y'all laughing and you think it's funny and you think, oh, he didn't get the ratings and that's going to do something to him. I don't believe that at all. I don't nope. think he's a person that is not swayed by a lack of facts by, or, or, you know what I mean? Like he's a person that just goes, yeah, uh, But no one wants to perform at my inauguration. Well, I'm just going to tell these stupid dummies that I don't want them at my inauguration. And then everybody goes, but it's obvious we can see it. It's like, nigga, he's been doing that for over a year. Why do you think this will be the time that he goes, wow, no one wanted to watch my inauguration. I guess I'm going to have to be a good president. Fuck out of here. So, um, one of the things that I was thinking was it's because those empty seats to me are scarier than the people showing up right because if the people showed up there's an attachment of their face to it yes there's a there's a reality that sinks in the man lost by only three million votes now people keep going well that's a lot of people and that's a big gap and that's he lost a popular vote no candidates ever won losing the popular vote that much. that's not the point the point is this if 56 million people supported Hillary Clinton, 53 million supported Donald Trump. That's way more than it takes to fill up DC and make it look like it's lit on inauguration day. Right. But they didn't show up to the inauguration. Right? Cause everybody expects Donald Trump fans to have the big red trucker hats and they expect them to be the people that filled up the arenas in Ohio and shit. And I'm, and I'm not saying you're wrong. A lot of those people either couldn't afford to go right or at some point they never had the expectation he would win so or whatever the fuck and they're not the take a trip to black ass chocolate city dc types anyway Mm -mm. but here's the thing for me everyone thinks donald trump supporters are kelly and conway they think they're the i'm gonna go on tv and say a bunch of lying bullshit and sound crazy and then people laugh at me but you know what my candidate won that's what everybody thinks they are everyone thinks they are that but you know who else is a Donald Trump supporter? Tom Brady. Yes. Tom Brady's a Donald Trump supporter. He had that Make America Great Again hat in his locker. Uh He called Donald Trump after the inauguration. Uh When he's asked about Donald Trump in press conferences, he changes the subject and goes why don't we just keep it to football? Mm-hmm. Even though he's the one that invited the questions by having his fucking hat in his locker. Um Tom Brady didn't show up at the inauguration.
2: Of course not
1: yeah uh bill belichick wrote a letter to donald trump you know robert Kraft, you know the the patriots uh owner they support donald trump that's also the people that support donald trump there's a lot of people that know not to show their fucking face right because celebrities didn't come out you think <laughs> you think celebrities don't support him or do you think celebrities don't want to lose that check supporting him
2: right they're not trying to commit career suicide
1: right so it's it's very difficult to like i know how people want to be like laugh you know at the at this idea of this farce it it ain't funny
2: it sure is not they've already
1: struck down so much shit from just the white house website like oh disabilities nope uh (laughs) worried about um uh you know the police uh the community policing and shit nope oh you want to know something about lgbtq nah, nope like they just stripped it down and they put up a fucking like uh um melania trump is selling watches i'm not joking qvc watches ad is on the fucking whitehouse.org website this is america 2017 in so many ways it is fitting and appropriate that this is america 2017 but in also in so many ways it's such a fucking mockery and a sham of the resistance and the change and the progress that has been made. You know, um like I'm not a very patriotic, nationalistic person. You know, I, I'm not even really attached to the city I'm born in. Like, real talk, that's all luck, you know, wherever you're born. But one thing is I do know that my ancestors believed in the promise of this country. And I know that they died to make the country change. And I know many people put their lives into it. And it's not about worshiping the country, but a lot of people believe in what it's supposed to be and what it can be. And there's a lot of people that I feel like got let down by the fact that people just didn't give a fuck. Right. And... Chief among those people that didn't give a fuck in this hierarchy are going to be white women. This is what it is. Like, yeah, they didn't give a fuck until now, you know? And for those who did give a fuck, there were far and few between. And by giving a fuck, I mean, I'm not just saying, well, some of y'all did vote for her. I'm saying there's people that, like you said, they voted for her and they had a private Facebook group. They voted for her, but they wouldn't talk to nobody. They're the people that want to have a march and then invite the feminist. "Quote unquote group that is uh, anti-choice, like what? Because you, we don't want to, we don't want to ostracize anybody. Like nigga, you're, it's already over. That game is over. You can't be friends with everybody. And I'm just not. I don't feel like America's ready to fight back mm-hmm. until people f- stop thinking that all that old shit is gonna work. You know, right.
2: I'm, 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 I'm to the point to where. uh, truthfully I'm to the point to where I'm tired overall in general uh of white people not wanting to fight racism and that's the truth a lot of people you know they talk about MLK they talk about people back in the day a lot of this shit would not have moved forward unless white people helped period I, let's, and, and and i'm not talking about help behind the scenes i'm talking about help be very vocal and be like we're not gonna take this there you know there are people to come out and book against the system and literally fight also and i think that we live in a country now where a lot of white people once you start talking about racism everybody backs away even well-meaning white people i if, mean
1: look at the response i'm sorry i cut you off but look at the responses on twitter today it's anytime a black woman says something one of these motherfuckers jumps up like uh, what i mean why are you being divisive any like it's it's fucking impossible to watch dog i can't imagine experiencing it it's impossible to, for me to watch without wanting to cuss one of these motherfuckers out because they they think they doing the lord's work by just fucking uh even walking today like i marched i I did my like i feel like this whole fucking thing is gonna end up with a fucking badge on your chest like i did my part right And it's like okay all right and then you go then you're not gonna do shit else for two to four years that's how it feels prove me wrong i'll be happy to be proven wrong i i'll sit here next year and be like wow them white people really kept that shit up i would love to be proven wrong but if not it's just a big ass like hey rest of the world uh, don't mind our trash we're not really that bad guys he only hits us sometimes why am i wearing these shades it's right outside that's how this shit feels right now and it's just like y'all trying to cover up a big ass black eye for our country right now when we clearly we clearly have a, a major problem that's going to take a lot of time to unwork and it's not going to be one symbolic event that's gonna get it done.
2: Right, and it's not a quick fix. White folks want a goddamn quick fix, and that kills me. There's not a quick fix to motherfucking racism. It's decades and centuries of this shit, so it's gonna take decades and centuries to fix it. Everybody wants, uh, this is the one thing that fixes everything. A lot of people thought it was motherfucking voting Barack Obama in office. He was the one thing that was gonna fix all the racism and make you not feel bad about your people fucking up out there and that's not true, it takes years, it takes decades, it takes people caring about people outside of their own group, it takes you looking within yourself and going, how am I contributing to this problem? What am I doing and what am I saying uh, to make uh, brown people or women or people around me feel uncomfortable and changing these things and speaking out on these things. And that's very, very, very hard to do. And overall, most people, people in privilege, don't want to do that shit. And the thing is, white people, I got to call that racism, and white people can't be afraid of the R word, Woo, racism. You know, when you say something is racist, Everybody fucking panics and freaks out because the worst thing you call a white person is racist. And it's one of those things where it's like you, quote-unquote, might not be racist, but your behavior and the things that you do contribute to the racism that happens in our country and when that's pointed out, all of a sudden you motherfucking freak out and you retreat into your whiteness, which also causes the problem to continue and nothing changes.
1: Yeah. The numbers will be big. There'll be optics. There'll be a big-ass symbolism. I just color me skeptical until
2: right proof, proof, the, proof, let me,
1: proof me know when wrong. the next march is that it, it isn't centered around white women and let's see what the numbers look like mm-hmm. you know yeah.
2: let me let me know when the next march when all these white people with women show up for black lives matter let me know when the next march when all these uh white women uh show up to uh support uh latino women let me know when the all these white women show up to support native americans let me know when these white women show up for lgbtq rights let me know that when they start showing up for those things then we can talk then we, i'm like oh okay the white women don't woke up they done motherfucking got information but until then i don't believe you yes some of them gon' been there been there the whole time they ride or die chicks they down for the cause but next week next month shit by the time the car get cold when they turn off when they take their motherfucking asses back home from washington dc it will be the motherfucking same
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting to see because i mean a lot of this shit is gonna affect them too right so if there, there's no excuse you, you should have a vested interest at this point so we'll see if if it if it like i said i hope i'm wrong
2: me too, prove me wrong, that's all. If you prove me wrong, I will get on this mic and be like, you know what? My bad, y'all. I, I, when, when I came out before and I, you know, I looked and I just thought it was a sham. I thought these white women was taking the funk, you know, but what, but y'all, y'all proved me wrong. I'm glad you proved me wrong. And god damn it, Donald Trump only got four years, you know, cool, mm. you know, but like I say, we will see. Because these numbers don't mean a motherfucking thing if them numbers don't take their asses to the polls.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I think I'm just still angry about the election, so.
2: Me too. I'm really upset nothing. about the election.
1: Yeah, I'm willing to at least concede. It, it, this, as soon as I heard this idea for this shit, I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with it. So, um, and now that it's here, I'm, I'm not surprised. I don't, it doesn't matter if y'all would've had 57 black women playing this shit, I still feel like this is such a fucking white idea uh
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and like, I, yeah what
1: are the list of demands What are, it's you know i don't uh let's get to, to the to, i mean <laughs> no, right. i don't want to do this all day no, you know no. i really didn't even want to talk about this shit at all because i just it, yeah it's upsetting um peak podcast we got five star reviews on uh itunes uh j marcel b says listen every day i finally stopped procrastinating and went premium best decision ever i love rider karen y'all truly helped me get through this thing called life and i really appreciate y'all uh how y'all can find humor in some sometimes dark subject matter keep up the good work uh we try
2: yes thank you
1: white women's march segment aside, we try <laughs> Yeah. No. 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 no You're right. I, like I said, sometimes I just be like, I don't want to talk. Right. But and I There's got to be a lot of black people that feel just like us. So. Right. It's better to talk about it than to not. You right. know what I mean? So really? I. i No. You're absolutely okay. right. It
2: was bothering me. That's why I wasn't gonna send I was like, well shit? You gonna bring it up tomorrow? But if we're gonna. Nah, talk, we're
1: gonna I wasn't even. It. I. Sometimes I just I don't even be thinking about that shit. I'd be so mad. I'd just be like that definitely won't be talking about that shit you know like sometimes certain shit happen, and and people think like wait damn they ain't talking about that and i'll be like every other black podcast talked about that but that one for me was some shit i ain't feel like talking about you know what i mean and it don't even be because i think i'm gonna say something different because i feel like everybody is probably thinking the same fucking thing right you know all my friends thinking the same shit so um that's how i felt about trump you know, I still don't know what to do now that he's president. I don't want to talk about this nigga every day.
2: Nope, we will. But not. at the same
1: time, uh, a lot of this shit is going to affect people's lives and be newsworthy. So I don't want to avoid yeah,
2: we're talking
1: talk. about shit we need to talk about too. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean?
2: Yeah, we will talk about him. Don't like, we. I don't want to
1: talk about. I'm oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead.
1: Like, I don't want to talk about Mark Hamill and his fucking Joker impression of Donald Trump. It's None of this shit is funny to me in that kind of way. Like, you know what i mean like it's nothing cute about it and i don't want people to cutitize this dangerous man even knowing we can't do anything and that's just my personal line i don't knock anybody else for that shit but people send me links to shit and i'm like why did you think i'd be entertained by this this nigga is this is like making fun of of hitler yes i'm making hitler comparison but it's really like bull connor it's like saying oh look we got somebody to say bull connor shit but in andy rooney's voice i'm like why do you think any of this is cute you know what i mean so i just don't think i'm in a laughing position on so much shit right now so this is how i feel
2: yeah that's true and it's probably gonna i don't know when quote unquote i don't i don't know if i will ever quote unquote get over um the election uh, but yeah I'm mad I'm upset I'm angry and I, this shit will sit on me for a long time period if you know other people may have you know went through their quote unquote emotional grief and move on and I'm not giving nobody a motherfucking chance fuck you nope I'm not cooperating nope we not getting along nope ain't no kumbaya I got my both my middle fingers up in the motherfucking air and I will have them up in the air until the end of time nope Ain't no crossing bridges. Ain't no reaching across the aisle. Nope, I'm not dancing with you. We ain't even in the same motherfucking vicinity. That's how I feel. Now, that may change, but as of right now, nope, fuck you, your crew, your record label, and everybody that voted for you. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, he tried. Um People are trying to, and, and that's the thing. It's a coping mechanism. I don't judge anyone else for how they cope i just i'm not at the in a place where i can laugh about it right now yep. that's all and i, I don't know. think
2: i ever will be because it's not to me it's, it's nothing to, to joke I, about. i
1: can't say how i feel tomorrow or whatever i can't say how i feel a year from now i mean a lot of shit that george w bush did was terrible and but my coping mechanism is at some point i do normally start laughing and shit so i'm not saying i always feel like this but none of the shit at the moment feels like people really be thinking this shit like <laughs> I remember people he spelled president wrong i'm like the fuck like that's the thing that that okay this nigga is gonna be running our country this is terrible like you know so that's just how i feel at the moment and hopefully you know it will um you know change at some point Uh, oh i'm roboting okay but hopefully it will change at some point because you know i hate waking up and sometimes i just be having like Davy going fine. And I just start thinking like motherfucking Trump is going to be running this country.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean yeah, I mean, yeah, the reality of it. And I'm not even going to lie. Like I said, I stayed away from everything associated with the inauguration and everything around that. But I'm not going to lie. Like yesterday I uh, got really, really, really super duper duper sad. Like, like just, I was just sitting there playing my video game and all of a sudden i got motherfucking sad because the reality is that barack obama is like officially gone like he's gone he's not all at office and he ain't coming back y'all and i got really really sad because the reality of of it is that uh you know when you really sit down and think about it it's 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 some shit that will tremendously affect you so that's why a lot of times you have to do things that's good for your mental health
1: yeah man i i've like some people being clinical about that shit but i've really tried to give black people space to kind of say whatever the fuck they feel because as much as uh i think people feel they want to like clinically diagnose it and they want to kind of callously be like you know oh you guys love y'all some barack obama y'all deify him oh y'all think he perfect and like you had those people that can't wait to like shit on other people you have the people that are like he was a great man and he did the best job he could don't y'all dare talk about my obama um like you got that you got the um you know the they all the same and i'm just none of this matters people and trump will be good because it'll be anarchy and shit and i'm just like uh, all these people trying to find a way to cope because it's fucking ridiculous what's happening to the country you know so all right um next uh review this is this is gonna, this feedback show is gonna be all over the place uh shannon beans one says fabulous five stars this podcast is life. i love a variety of topics and discussion from different angles and the love of truth that it promotes they have so much fun and keep it real all the time it's perfect balance of intelligent conversation hilarity and ratchetness feels just like home rider Karen do a candle, wonderful job thank you for all the hard work thank you thank you baby woohoo from sns stokes <laughs> or sn stokes who says uh so glad i found this podcast writer karen are insightful and funny on everything from culture to politics to the general whackness of the world i love hearing folks from my home state of nc sharing perspective on podcast on the podcast waves thank you shout out to nc
2: thank you baby <sighs>
1: and now and how can you not smile when karen says woohoo they need to make that and her ha-ha into tones so the rest of us can play them whenever fun things happen in our life that uh, we are going to need that in t- for 2017
2: yes I, a lot of time people go you so positive because overall y'all i'm a very very positive person because a lot of times you that joy gotta be internal
1: unless you bring up a white woman march now then not. it's all then it's on
2: <laughs> what <laughs> Chris. That drop becomes a fire, but overall, I'm, overall, I'm happy.
1: And then on Stitcher, we got, uh, one five-star review. Been a while. Uh, Chris from Hawaii left a five-star review. Uh, since he said, uh, I, I want to leave another five-star review on iTunes. I said, well, it only really allows you to leave one per account, mm-hmm. but Stitcher allows you to leave as many as you want. So yes. he said, I'm going to go on Stitcher and leave it. And thank you, Chris, for doing that. Thank you. And baby. anybody else that's thinking like, I want to leave another iTunes review. Yo, go on Stitcher and leave us a. You can leave as many as you want. So leave us a review. Uh, just search the Blackout Tips on Stitcher and it'll come up.
2: Yeah, and uh, uh, before you uh, move on, for those of you that want to leave a review on Stitcher, is a tidbit bit harder to leave a review on than iTunes. Actually, the easiest way is just to Google the Black Guy Who Tips a uh, Stitcher review page. It will pop up up in the top uh, left hand corner. Is have five stars. If you click on it. And actually, write a review. The thing about Stitcher is that check your email because Stitcher actually sends an email confirmation. So if you review for Stitcher and you like, oh, I hadn't seen it, check your email. Be sure it didn't go to junk. Once you click on that email and it approve it through Stitcher, then your review will post through. Uh, Stitcher actually on the page. For those of you that have iOS devices, Stitcher allows you to leave, uh, comments, uh, on the individual episodes. We don't see those. Those don't go to the review page. So if you were like, well, I wrote a review and you left it on the individual page, we don't see those. We only see the reviews that actually go to the, uh, page. So we thank you for everybody and continue to leave those reviews on Stitcher. Sounds like Stitcher's getting a little bit better about that. So, uh, we thank you all for your iTunes and Stitcher reviews.
1: Go ahead, baby. No, no problem. I wasn't rushing you. Thank you. Um, Alright, so we got one from Chris. He says, that 1355 that white boy. Man, I was laughing all the way through this. Rod Carey and Ira were killing it all show. Ira Hobbs. Yep. Uh, from Tyler Perry to Mariah Carey. and rise nonsensical but hilarious conspiracy theory. You call it nonsense. <laughs> but Russia elected the president of this country. So, I think you might want to rethink how you feel about that. It was all fire. A treat and a mystery to me for each show is how they come up with the show titles. And every time I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. Can't say enough about this podcast. I listen every day. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to come up with these titles sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm just sitting in this room for hours like, but what What did we talk about? <laughs> what was the joke? Um We are episode 1361 on the website where you can leave a comment and vote in the polls. Um, and we had the feedback show it was uh, the, the TBGWT calendar giveaway which we mailed them all out except for one and I actually had to order a few more because I had to give some to some other people But, um, and we, so we might be doing the calendar giveaway one more time before the end of the month. So, so
2: you, hey, we just, heads up.
1: Yeah. Everybody comes through later. Like I, this is, I should listen live. Oh, I always miss out. So I'll tell you you what, you
2: you have been forewarned. just your chance. I'm
1: going to tell you what guys. Okay. Next Saturday is what the 28th. Okay. Next Saturday, 28th, we're going to give away the rest of those calendars. Okay a feedback show if you're not there too bad okay i don't know how many is gonna give away I, it's probably only gonna be a few check. like because i only order like 10 more or something and i have to give friends but yeah, yeah. Check,
2: check 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 your emails okay can check up check your emails
1: or follow us on crowdcast they ain't even check your emails yeah, follow, Just, you need to us be following crowdcast. us on crowdcast click
2: the little heart and mm-hmm. every time we go live it, 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 it it'll send it out you know, go to the page, blackouttips.com, sign up for the email, you get one there, but the easiest way Crowdcast. Follow us on social media, because I oh, I missed it, you need to be able to be on top of it. That's the only way you going to know.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, Steve Harvey visiting Trump. Yay or nay? One of the very few times in the History of 100%, 100% 100% nay. Now Nobody. You not one of you thought that was a good idea
2: not nobody trying to go against the grain
1: Lance says there's literally no reason for harvey to meet with trump in scenario a harvey is giving him cover against claims of racism trump can now list a ton of black people he's met and talk to when accused of racism in scenario b trump is actually soliciting ideas from harvey instead of someone who knows something about anything sad <laughs> uh i'll add this too uh it ain't a coincidence which black people he's met with
2: oh no it's not he's not trying to meet with people that are experts in the field people that 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 actually have degrees and actually really really smart he's not meet with them
1: oh i take it further than that child i'm talking about he is not meeting with black people that love black people correct so feel how you want to feel i know that's some of y'all f- favorite like radio hosts and shit but uh a lot of them niggas believe in that respectability and anti-black shit and um misogyny and shit like that and i don't think it's a coincidence that it's kanye west it's jim brown who's done great work with gangs but still ultimately believes a lot of fucked up shit about black people uh steve harvey you know, I I'm not surprised, you know. I just feel bad for all the coons they ain't got to go yet. I mean no, they
0: just somebody gotta be.
1: let Charles Barkley in, you know. I'm sure Charlemagne, Steve, uh Stephen A. Smith sitting somewhere like, What what about me? I did all that cooning and I ain't even got to get put on, this is fucked up. And you know what? In the spirit of equality, they right. You know. Diamond and Silk ain't put in all that work for you to ignore them. Let Come them in too, Trump. Yep. Let them in too anyway yeah warren sapp said some shit today like yeah let them niggas in dog they did way too much work for you stomping and and providing cover for uh you know get zoe's out down in there get a meeting i mean fuck it if we gonna have the racism that's existing in this country then i'm gonna at least root for the black people to get ahead while being anti-black and maybe maybe they can get some money too okay somebody go
2: that's what they're
1: yeah big up D- big go dig up gop black trick J- J- mm-hmm. J- she needs some work okay let maybe she could pay her bills while this dude's in office uh episode 1362 tv tangent where we had three podcast on um prof corey says another reason to listen to tbgwt to expand your vocabulary cunerific mannerisms lol uh big bang theory says my god i just died laughing at care screaming i know my porn sir (laughs) she was very upset guys i apologize
2: (laughs) try to tell me i don't know
1: i didn't mean to insult you you were like pistols at noon
2: (laughs) yes slapped me
1: with a glove she had hidden in her jacket
2: i know we
1: was square sir aj the engineer says this is a great episode and i'm glad you guys had the three-fifths crew on the show i love the tv tangent y'all went on cheaters with the shit back in the day i had to hold back my laughter at work when y'all talked about the stabbing episode if i remember correctly wasn't that cheating dude on a boat yep he was and he got stabbed on a boat i'm sorry but i'm not approaching anyone who's willing to sell to international waters <gasps> in order to cheat I but like y'all said joey had that nothing will happen swagger and went aboard and proceeded to get shanked i don't even think it was a boat like like it wasn't even like a seafaring vessel it was it just like, like a
2: small little boat. yeah like
1: a boat you have at a lake and then he got stabbed a
2: fishing boat
1: i'm laughing now writing this because joey instantly had that help me please look on his face and the cameraman kept filming he did i think the best parts of the show were when they would replay hidden audio of the cheetah those people would uh, be all distraught but i'd be sitting there not surprised at all nobody ever was it would also be funny on the hidden audio when they heard the cheetah say trying to lay that mac down thinking they aren't being watched yeah 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 the Vest is um when they uh are, when they're fucking somebody that the person already knows when it's like look brenda and she's like <gasps> he's like do you know that name It's like yes you know that name he's been fucking brenda for years she is in denial yeah i'm still listening to the episode laughing out loud karen making up her own porn genre mandingo karen was like i said what i said uh-huh. but my ass wasn't about to research that topic to find out y'all have a great <laughs> yeah. weekend and cheer for the falcons player aj
2: well Wayne, uh about it people you know people hit me up on twitter and uh uh one of our friends hit me up with the uh uh, with the I2 order a la carte on one my porn, So mm-hmm. I know other people. hmm. You're welcome. You're y'all, welcome. y'all,
1: y'all go to the off the menu section.
2: You are welcome.
1: Uh, Kung Fu says the greatest episode of Catfish ever was the Bow Wow episode for the simple fact that someone from my small ass Southwest Georgia hometown made it on TV. The world knows her as D pimping but she'll forever be Maddie Douche Brown. Uh, who lived right up the street growing up for me. That shit had me on the floor screaming and crying, laughing and ashamed all the same damn time. <laughs> so true. That was a good episode. Uh, Byron Taylor says, love the episode. Uh, awesome to have the Three Fifths, uh, crew on the show. I enjoy your podcast weekly. The rant on catfish gave me life. The episode with Rod still is one of my favorites uh one episode that still gets me is the elijah and solana episode first off she was fine second i swear i think her boyfriend was down for that cuckoo action because he had to know his girl was gonna go see elijah and smash if she found out he was the real deal then he gets a matching tattoo with elijah and uh she gets a matching tattoo with elijah and went home and married her boyfriend in Delaware lastly i need to put an apb out on this nigga elijah's brother because that dude never came back from the basement that nigga's Ah! quote-unquote brother answers the door then tells Max and solana that old boy is downstairs it took elijah so long to show up they had to go to commercial between before he came upstairs after his brother went to get him nah them niggas the same dude we never saw his brother again and elijah's hair was so fucked up i don't believe you catfish you need more people keep up the awesome work uh-huh. y'all love y'all thank you falcons diva says whenever i download a show on rss radio i'm always intrigued by the show titles this title was so on point i've only watched three full catfish episodes and y'all talked about two of them thoroughly enjoyed the three-fifths show great show thank you thank you maya b says man watching catfish reminds me of freshman year in undergrad when i used to live live blog that shit every morning i think my favorite episode are the ones that could easily be transformed into some horror movies like on some swim fan shit it was really recent it was really recent one maybe a year or two ago where the girl was being tormented by someone who created a fake page profile of felicia the catfish she uh, the fake profile was basically starting off yes i remember her the black girl yeah and then yeah the fake profile was talking shit about people online but it wasn't her so like people so like basically if somebody might have ran up on her and whooped her ass because of some shit that they thought she, she said did. and it wasn't even her
2: Mm-mm-mm. she was like who are you what's happening yeah they were going around harassing people using using her picture and her name and shit
1: yeah so when they finally met the one controlling the fake program profile the girl is laughing and giggling, like acting like is cute for once nev was shook i remember seeing on uh, gossip site of uh, the catfish video and herself and basically acting like what she did was harmless and somewhat justified yeah them catfish delusional as hell that's why they be scared they all be scary to me Cause I'll be like, yo, what reality are you in where any of this was okay? Cause all of them think it's okay. All of them. And then even them always had that, like, you know, like, well, with the least craziest ones, cause some of them are so fucked up that they really can't even do the like. And my mama. Said I was ugly when I was three. You know they can't even do that. seeing like,
2: oh, you just crazy.
1: Yeah, some of them are just like, this is what I do. This is what I do. But then even then, a lot of those that be like, whatever, it's funny. Ha ha ha. A lot of them always had the worst side story. The ones that they, I don't have a conscience. I'm crazy. And then eventually it's like, I was diagnosed with a skin disease when I was four. I've never left the hospital until today to meet you guys. It's like, oh man, your life was sad. E E. V. E. says i used to watch reality shows when they first became popular like the real world of road rules until i realized how scripted most of them were but i occasionally caught a few like catfish my favorite was two favorite two catfishes are the one with the girl th- uh thought she was dating bow wow because the catfish uh which turned out to be a lesbian woman had sent her ten thousand dollars now her first clue should have been the money bow wow doesn't have ten thousand dollars away like that <laughs> my second favorite episode was a guy who thought he was in a relationship with katie perry for six years even though she was married for some of that time so when he met the girl who was catfishing him she was actually pretty and let me tell you this guy was a straight up herd there was no way he would have gotten a girl like that in real life let alone katie perry and even after meeting the girl he thought katie perry katie put her up to it he still believes he was talking katie perry by the end of the show morons like this are the reason that trump got in office <laughs> Well you know what? That guy said as long as he can have his affordable care act, uh Obamacare can kick kick rock. So you
2: can kick
1: Obama can go. Yeah. Uh the poll, uh should the Hawks GM have gotten in trouble? Yes or no. It's a very simple poll. Ninety three percent of y'all said yes. And seven percent said no. I'm happy with those numbers. I wish it was a hundred percent, but honestly, uh, I can't expect a hundred percent from you guys on anything except Steve Harvey, apparently.
2: Apparently so.
1: Um but yeah i'm glad he got this one i wish we knew what it was i doubt it was very serious anyway but people was ready to jump in front of that bullet for that dude uh 1363 eagle sandwiches and this is when we had janelle james on you know who if you're in nashville and she couldn't tell us at the time but now she can she's opening for chris rock yeah she'll be in nashville for for the next five days and she'll be opening for chris rock if and... it went
2: eight hours away we make it but you know uh yeah that's about an eight hour trip for us
1: yeah she she uh definitely earned that and um mm, uh...
2: she's funny
1: yeah and you know and and also i mean credit where credit's due obviously it's because of our podcast i mean uh uh-huh! her hard work and skill and dedication and stuff aside uh i don't think and i think she'd tell you this too couldn't have done it without us and um that's really what it's about so uh yeah if you go see her man tell her we sent you Mm -hmm. um that might be a, a situation where you already have tickets though i doubt a chris rock show isn't already sold out but if you can grab a ticket yeah, man you,
2: you go see uh grab one of the cheap seats
1: go see a very funny comedian and janelle james and while you're there stick around and watch chris rock i heard that guy's okay <laughs> uh-huh! eagle sandwiches uh we had one comment Three snaps in a twirl says I get so pissed off when people don't know that Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act are the same thing. Me too, baby. It's my job to help people navigate the healthcare, navigate the healthcare system, and figure out what option is best for them. And if I simply made a buck bonus every time I had to explain that they're the same thing, I would have been retired to an Italian villa at the ripe old age of twenty-five. My first month on the job, I was at an outreach health fair in this really rural area of Northern Virginia. This old white guy came up to us and started asking questions about what the Affordable Care Act was. So we explained that it's all income-based insurance and how some of it works. He gets really excited and said that it sounded great and that he and his family could really use something like that. Then he asked how he had never heard of it before. The woman that I was with laughed and said, well, you have, it's Obamacare. This motherfucker turns red and his face twisted in anger. He immediately started screaming at us about how we were ruining the country and destroying lives and storing dogs. He was big mad about something he was so ignorant on. Yep. And people refuse to fucking see that. Everybody just keeps <laughs> this country just ain't ready dog. They not. We not ready man. We never have been ready but we never will be ready because we ain't ready if when we can't look at that dude and be like so because a black man's name on it you mad when you can't say that without him being offended and then all the people that like feel like him being offended and then all the people that don't feel like him but they know him and they know people like him and they feel offended on his behalf well you can't have that conversation it's all fruitless uh the poll was would you eat eagle meat yes or no 62 percent said no 38 percent said yes and i say yes Cause I
2: the fried eagle wings be flamed
1: right so because the country that enslaved us tell us that we can't eat some some a bird cause they like it I'm supposed to not fry that bitch up and put some Texas hot peat you crazy uh, probably the only reason why I hadn't
2: had any cause it would have been on the endangered list
1: you think I want to put some Texas peat on that motherfucker and eat the shit out of an eagle wing <laughs> ba- ba- barbecue the hell slow
2: roasted y'all done
1: lost y'all ever loving my I eat the fuck out of wing dog eagle eagle,
2: uh, eagle pulled pork Nigga
1: what? I what? That isn't what? Ah! Those aren't even the same animal, Karen.
2: What Eagle pull pork. You take P- the you take the eagle and you shred it up like pork. You know cause everything can be motherfucking pulled pork.
1: Ah! <laughs> we had one comment.
2: <laughs>
1: Demetrius Dixon said <laughs>
2: I'll tell you now.
1: Hey, season it and butter fry with some <laughs> Mac mash and pan fried jiffy. <laughs> Good goddamn. I bet it's better than deer meat. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be better than that motherfucking venison dog. And y'all swear by that.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've ever had deer meat.
1: Eagle pull apart.
2: <laughs> yes. You're not
1: allowed to talk the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harvey was right. You, I apologize, Steve.
2: You act like you act like some nigga wanna be like, hey, y'all y'all want that eagle pass on my here for you, dog? It's shredded up and everything. I put it on the slow cooker.
1: I wouldn't eat that shit. That might be rat. Sound like, sound like some hustle man on martin to sell no thanks uh e- EVE also said uh i left a comment on episode 1364 menstrual phobia uh EVE says dl hewley gets it wrong a lot of times but he's and he, he's no hero for the people but what he said about steve harvey was spot on i'm still not allow allowing him to come to my cookout but i might have some uh someone him a play
2: home <laughs> <laughs> wrapped up in the fall
1: yeah you know the thing i like about uh dl hewley is uh, he does kind of remind you of like well for me anyway like a woke ass uncle or something mm-hmm. where they they always passionate and always i think uh one of the things that unfortunately for him uh, his cringe humor shit doesn't do well on the internet. And I don't know why comedians haven't figured that out. You just yeah. can't. I mean, the difference is with him, and I do respect it. Uh, he don't back down from his shit and he don't apologize.
2: Nope, and I, I see really, what
1: I, see. I really do respect that. I know that people might not be able to relate or understand. I'm just so sick of people who say shit and I know they mean it and they only, back down because it's not popular right okay. i would rather people be like d.l hewley where it's like i'm gonna make this joke about Carrie fisher and her mama dying and y'all motherfuckers can be mad on twitter if y'all want, but i don't give a damn i thought it was funny because that's something though i'm like yeah i can't like i have nothing to say and it, and it leaves the ball in your court for whether or not you like him or laugh at that or whatever that to me is what comedy should be um it, it shouldn't be well how do i get most people to laugh but provide no real perspective and no and you know
2: and now you're not offending somebody well, yeah shit, the thing about comedy i'll look sad regardless of how big or small it's always gonna be an offended group
1: yeah um so uh, you know i don't mind like if right. you can like i don't care that you like some of this shit is like obviously people complaining oh these college campuses is too strict you can't say anything well then don't do a college show you know go to do just go to the bars and shit that you've been going to but then some of the shit is like yeah i said it and there's something i respect about yeah i said it you know i don't know if other people feel that way but i definitely uh and i respect that about d.l hewley basically uh the poll was easy the mom who threw a surprise period party for her daughter yay nay or meh. Yay, 11%. So, very few people feel like me. Meh, 43%. So, a lot of people are like, eh, whatever. Your daughter, I don't give a fuck.
3: <laughs>
1: and then nay, 46%. Say no. Don't do not do that. Don't do it. So, I don't know. I guess uh, I'm a man on the island. I've never had a period. So, like I said I'm speaking from a level of privilege to be able to say that. But um i don't know uh, i still feel how i feel i feel like you know her mom's not a bad person or oh, no
2: she's not
1: didn't uh you know and i think weird
2: she wasn't doing it in a malicious way a malicious manner or anything like that
1: yeah she didn't know it was gonna be on the internet and correct and i really do think uh our society is period phobic menstrual menstrual phobia as i call it and um,
2: i think i'll uh, just say a lot of women whether they admit, admit it or not having a period and being on the cycle, especially your first experience is fucking traumatizing most yeah. for most women it was not a smooth process at all
1: yeah so i mean shout out to the people that were because some people were like i appreciate you that you're like positive rod i appreciate you not uh, that y'all had this conversation i appreciate that all this stuff thank you for for uh writing and saying that because you know um but i didn't i really didn't realize it would be that fucking unpopular 11 percent. like that's pretty unpopular i guess i was yeah. out on a limb there all
2: right because for most people you know truth be told they view you know having not having a period as a bad thing but they just a lot of people feel like that's an individual thing it's something private something you should keep to yourself you know because and and a lot of that boils down to society telling you to shut the fuck up about your period too and that's something people don't want to take into consideration of why they feel how they feel about this type of thing
1: yeah like like I said uh you know I'm, I'm sure it's traumatic anyway um but to me it didn't seem unhealthy it felt like her mom was one of those very positive moms like this is right. going to happen anyway let's let's have fun and make it
2: as something where you don't feel yeah could you know feel shamed
1: yeah that's what that's what it seemed like i right. i don't know that every house can operate like and, that and but.
2: it came from a very good spirit i can tell you that much at least that's how i seen
1: yeah all right here we go uh we got a couple of voicemails let's play these
0: Hey, Rod and Karen. My name is Julie. I'm from New York. I've been listening to you guys for over a year now, and I finally pulled the trigger and have become a sustaining member um, because I really want to support what you do. I really love the way you guys express yourselves. Additionally, I also just love to see young black folks doing what they do. I am I'm sure almost old enough to be your mom, <laughs> um, both of you. But, you know, I am just busting my buttons to see all my young brothers and sisters out here really thinking critically and speaking truth to power. Continue doing what you do, and I'm glad that in some small way I can help to support you. All the best. Bye-bye
1: oh thank you baby really nice mm-hmm. um and listen uh i don't know if you're old enough to be my mom or not but uh my mom's a really cool lady all right so uh and when it comes to getting old the only choice is i'll get old or die so that's
2: why i said i i honey, feel like we
1: all trying to get old you know
2: everybody trying to get old honey i'm not ashamed of getting old i'm not ashamed of my age because people mm-hmm. go, oh, it's my breath down depressive the other alternative is deaf sweeter so you might as well cheer up and bright up and be happy
1: yeah uh and we do appreciate you listening uh whatnot you know we do that's the thing, thing man, man. <laughs> people always say like well uh i'm gonna give this so and so excuse because they older than us and they be saying fucked up shit but they just older than us but it's like it's a lot of people that are older than us that be like no that makes sense uh you know what's it gonna bother me to be uh inclusive or whatever so i don't know uh let me play ties uh we got ty diamond calling in hey rod hey karen
3: What's so up? Giving you guys a call for implantation down in South America. Uh, <laughs> giving you guys a call we'll before I get ready to clock in. Start working with NASA. Um I saw one of your posts right about the inauguration and I uh, agree completely. Uh it's the same thing I'm on is that uh, people were making fun of, you know, the uh inauguration numbers. And, you know, just like you allocated as well. You know he had sixty two million votes or sixty one million doesn't even matter you know he's he's president um people making fun of the numbers, no one showed up, but no you know these aren't your you know stereotypical type of racists or bigots that that come out in rallies with the the big old monster trucks and say e Hall America you know these are the executives, the judges, the police officers, people are, you know savvy and smart enough to know that. Uh, they have something to lose. I mean, it's easy for us, you know, it's kind of like intelligent-type people to get the, the stereotypical races to be able to say, like, why would you do this, or why would you make this outburst? We're, you know, we're glad you do it, because now that we know you're going to lose your job. But, I mean, the people that are smarter than that, you know, they're out there. So, you know, making all these jokes as far as for that, I mean, it's funny to funny, But, you know, it's not making fun of someone who was running for a campaign. The numbers were there. They made him president. It was enough of them to make him president. So, um, good job on that, that article you wrote. Um, and continue to spread that word. I mean, I know we gotta find humor where it may be, but you know, I think that's missing kind of the point as far as what's really going on is that there are a lot more and that's probably I mean and they have been a lot more smarter bigots than we know or more savvy, I should say. So um uh, definitely you know, point continue to point that out and uh you guys be get out here, man, it's about to get real. Ugh. All right, let me go ahead and get back out in these fields. I was playing, I work in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: ty, ty, ty diamond gonna be starring in the uh hidden figures too uh but they gonna be working for NASA instead Ooh. of nasa
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> in there with justin
1: mm-hmm. hidden niggas too mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they was really responsible for the cotton gin no white man could think of that mm-hmm. eli whitney my ass guarantee a black person thought of that because it was trying to save their fingers in time come on uh but yeah man we already kind of talked about the medium thing I, piece i wrote so um yeah we yep so i think we covered it
2: yeah you stay safe out there stay stay safe out there uh clean up the house for master now
0: yo this drove from the a man um i just want to say i appreciate you guys man y'all be putting out work man i can't even front with you i it is what it is i appreciate it y'all keep me sane when i jump in my car or when i'm sitting around playing destiny
1: i'll take care, man appreciate it Peace. oh man Peace. thank, thank you, you baby and uh yeah man uh speaking of doing our thing just uh put up another episode of this too much with bossy yesterday i forgot mm-hmm. to mention so that should be on your feed as well i'm gonna switch over to the new session karen okay and then uh we can uh we can uh finish off with the emails um so oh, wow.
2: Did you open the phone lines
1: or yeah? Hell no! I don't want to pick up no phone lines. Shit! Ah. You must be lost your mind. No, mm-hmm. I have not. Don't do it. I can't even really play my clips right now. I got my computer deleting all my excess files from um, the podcast. I mean, I might could play the clips. I don't know. The shit might crash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> y'all keep donating so we can upgrade <laughs>
1: nah it's not that the computer can't nah it's just it's hard in the background oh, i mean okay, just it's doing a good job actually with all the shit that it's doing it's deleting like 300 megabytes or uh, gigabytes of stuff right now I'm
2: making space
1: yeah i'm yeah i think that's one of the reasons it was running hard lately and slow yeah i always forget like i need to delete all my excess files on here this is so nerdy you miss, um you
2: mean stuff that it don't use
1: yeah yeah like after i make a yeah i don't need all these extra files on right here so i had to delete them all right um okay. what's wrong did it not work
2: no I was setting. i'll hit enter and it uh, oh okay you okay you move. you put me over
1: yeah all right I yeah i'm
2: gonna
1: you invite you on screen too
2: session. no problem
1: uh just give me one second because you know like i said moving kind of slow um because if a nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy uh that's my
2: jam <laughs> don't do it do do it oh,
1: okay, cut me
2: off That's <laughs> <laughs> my jam
1: uh sound like every black woman dealing with customer service ever what because if a nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy
2: and make a big ass scene up in this bitch
1: Mm-hmm. so are we back on screen yet can everybody see us i
2: see me i see you i don't know
1: what they see okay i see you all right cool let's get to the emails people left emails for the show and they probably want us to read them Um, i
0: know
1: right uh lionel writes in malicious prosecution uh what's going on, Ryder Karen? Happy belated anniversary to you guys. I believe it was on Tuesday show where you talked about the lawsuit against Marilyn Mosby by five of the officers she brought charges against in the Freddie Gray case. Thought I'd clarify the malicious prosecution uh issue that the judge allowed to proceed. Now, in real life turns you guys are right. It's some bullshit. But in the legal sense, malicious prosecution is just a claim that a defendant can bring against anyone responsible for pressing charges or filing a lo- civil lawsuit against them if the charges/slash lawsuit have no basis and was not and was intentionally or maliciously done to harm the defendant. So, what does that mean in Marilyn Mosby's case? Well, as a prosecutor, she enjoys absolute immunity from that this claim. But her often independent investigation. Of this situation, so the judge is saying that it's an investigator. Since she contributed to the charges, she is not immune to being sued for malicious prosecution on the face of the complaint. Now, I know that the state AG is appealing the ruling, and I think the issue has a chance to go to the Supreme Court. It just it just so happens that absolute immunity for prosecutors and law enforcement is a pretty hot button issue where a lot of people are calling for us in not for situations like Marilyn mosby's per se but more for situations where police officers or prosecutors trump up charges against citizens black and brown people with no consequence to them personally now i say all that to say i think you guys are right about that the message to prosecutors is being sent loud and clear if you try to fuck with officers who unjustly kill black people there will be consequences which is precisely why there needs to be special outside prosecutors unrelated to law enforcement in those those jurisdictions uh, per, uh pursuing those these cases lastly i was oh wait first of all thank you for all that information uh i figured all most of that and because you know it does seem that prosecutorial immunity could be obviously wielded as a bludgeon uh i know it has been in the past i know that's been like cases in like ferguson and shit like people have been like okay and many times the prosecutors and uh district attorneys and all that shit are really in bed with the police and the police union and beholden to them and th- they're part of the problem um but yeah i just think it's ironic the one time they decide that we think this is bad is when the officers are on the en- end of the, the the other stick you know what i mean so that's why i mean we kind of are saying the same thing which is we know by the fact that we know that they don't challenge it any other time is how we know that this is bullshit and it's clearly to target her personally mm-hmm. lastly i was smiling when you guys discuss, discussed sterling k brown i've known about him since 2008 i was dating a girl that watched the show army Wives, where he played a psychiatrist and a husband of, to a high-ranking officer in the military so he oftentimes was kind of the backbone for the wild station there with him this was around the time that mike vick came back to the nfl so i always called sterling mike vick then i watched the show the show was actually pretty good and he was one of the better if not best actors on the show so when he resurfaced on the oj show i knew he killed it and he did i'm glad he's getting his due and becoming more mainstream now anyways sorry for the long you guys take care thanks Thank lj you, appreciate you man
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh steven rice in dear rod and karen listening to the feedback show and was amused by the dust up about vivica a fox didn't anybody remember when she played a stripper in independence day i usually listen to the podcast during my daily walk my wife occasionally chides me for laughing out loud because people sometimes stare at me i wouldn't care anyway but i'm legally blind and i can't see people staring at me anyway (laughs) 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 laughing laughing with you guys is a good is good for me as my daily exercise all the best thank you thank
2: you baby be safe out there
1: yeah appreciate you steven mm-hmm. um, let's see uh tv tangent this is by jacqueline jacqueline says hey Roddick, just wanted to comment on steve harvey taking his coon ass to visit trump he's a serious embarrassment to black folks in northeast ohio mainly cleveland like you said trump won't invite any serious black policy makers or anyone who can make a real difference he picked him because he's a joke literally and figuratively i stopped liking this nigga i found out he's a deadbeat father to his kids up here in cleveland damn What? I didn't know that. Allegedly, allegedly. I mean, you know, comedy allegedly. license, comedy license. I don't know that nigga, oh, but allegedly. I'm just saying. Uh, Karen had me laughing when she said, like a man, act like, think like a coon, laugh my ass off. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, Art right saying tweaked audio. I just wanted to say thank you. I was able to get some Bluetooth earbuds and save almost $20. Hey, glad to hear it, buddy. Sugar Bear right saying, TV tangent episode was hilarious. Hi, Rod and Karen. This episode had me at work cracking up. I used to love watching Cheetahs and Jenny Jones too. Your show is informative and is my trusted news source. I have learned so so much and have grown a lot because of the topics that you cover, especially the gay news. I work with a transgender man and I become sympathetic to his plight. Management h slash HR won't use male pronouns or his chosen name when referring to him until he changes his name legally and because we quote unquote we we will get questions like who is that i kid you not my supervisor said that to me Sigh. it's that privilege thing man like it's like an offense to your senses that you would have to learn or treat somebody differently or oh i got to call you a different name to respect you jesus christ i mean how am i ever supposed to do that you know that's that's terrible and i and with so many states not having any protections for uh, lgbt people and probably even less are gonna have them now i mean you literally could lose your job over demanding that they call you by your the name that you want to be called mm-hmm. You know, like that nobody else, they couldn't do that to me. If I was like, nope. my name is Rod, stop calling me Roderick, they wouldn't be like, fire, motherfucker, get out of here, and we don't have to even ah, worry about, it. yeah, we don't have to worry about anything. No
2: one in it for you.
1: On a lighter note, your show has made me aware of Hotep niggas. I don't have a Twitter or Instagram account, so I live vicariously through the two of you. I met a guy, we hung out for about two hours. He said that women were the earth, man's seed was intended to be planted in her, blah, blah, blah. And he used a, and then he used the word Hotep. A the alarm went off my head and I broke. I thought they only existed on Twitter.
2: You two saved me. Thanks for out of care and many blessings to you and yours. Hmm. Y'all know what? Hoteps walk among us, y'all. Mm-hmm. They might not be on the Instagram ball. They might not even be in the hotel, but they are out there and you ain't got to have no Instagram or Twitter to run into a hotel. Y'all just pay attention to what they talking about. It's clues. When they start talking about Kings and Queens and the salt of the earth and alkalines, then my flags run.
1: And lastly, um, even uh uh, Oh, lastly, Leah would like to wish a happy birthday to her fiance josh
2: oh
1: there you go she wrote in with that and i hope uh i hope you are having a happy birthday josh um and you have a very thoughtful fiance so uh picked the right one uh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow uh thank you so much for listening to the show yes um and uh until then i love you i
2: love you too